Turkey hunting is one of my favorite things. And one of the key tools I use for turkey hunting is the Onyx Hunt Map. I use it incessantly when I'm hunting turkeys. Being able to find a new piece of public or gaining permission on private opens up opportunities for gobblers. Onyx Hunt has a special offer for you this spring. Use the code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com hunt. You'll find more birds this season. I'm telling you, I rely on Onyx Hunt. When I'm hunting turkeys, it is an invaluable turkey hunting tool. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. I'm sure a lot of you guys remember the old ceremonial hunting tradition of eating the heart out of the first animal you kill. Meat from those organs are among the most nutrient-rich foods on the planet. You can get those same benefits your ancestors craved via convenient daily capsules from Heart and Soil. Find out more at heartandsoil.co. And remember, use code MEATEATER for 10% off your purchase. It's a meat eater podcast. Welcome uh, to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where <laughs> conservation always wins. And everyone's As you can tell, we've been sitting in the room for a minute, uh, some beers have been opened, and we're ready to play. Now, I'm your host, Spencer Newharth, and today we're joined by Giannis Putellis, Mark Kenyon, Tony Peterson, Tyler Jones, Clay Newcomb, Jordan Budd, and Seth Morris. Now, Jordan, this is your first time playing Meat Eater Trivia. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about your chances? Uh, a little worried about looking like a dumbass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, you spent some time between Idaho and Nebraska, right? I feel like that gives you yeah. kind of an advantage, like uh, gallivanting around the country. That should maybe help you out, right? Well-traveled? Yeah. It might. That, that's I part of the game. We, we often see in this room that uh, questions from the South folks don't do well with. So it's a good thing that we have uh, Clay and Tyler here to give us some Southern mm. representation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Danielle, and Danielle, Danielle, I just, I (laughs) too often, I too often think of you as a North Dakotan. I know that's not fair. Yeah, that's your, that is your You just come off really smart, Danielle. That's the club, right? North Dakota. I do really love North Dakota, and I talk about it like I still live there, but I Mm -hmm. don't. Honorary North Dakotan. Now, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eater's four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking, and there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. And each week here on Trivia, we reveal a new stat. In a previous game, we learned that the average winning score is 7.2 points. But what does it take to get silver or bronze? Well, the average score for sixth place is 3.1 points. For fifth place, it's 3.8. For fourth, it's 4.9. For third, it's 5.7. And for second, it's 6.6. So if you want a spot on the imaginary Meat Eater Trivia Podium, you need to score at least 5.7 points. Okay. Clay, can you get there this time, you think? Yeah, I'll get there. I don't think you were on the podium last game, though. I had five. So I wasn't on right the podium. Around. <laughs> right around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what I do feel good about this round is that Brody Henderson's not sitting to my left. And and we had to twist his arm for him to not play. Uh, we just recorded an episode right before this. Brody was not supposed to be on it. He did not like to learn that he wasn't invited to this one. He even said he would stand in the room if there weren't enough seats or microphones for him. Wow. Was he uninvited after he won the first one? No. Or did you only had him scheduled for he one? He just wasn't on the invite. Because it's a special occasion, we have all the out-of-town folks here and wanted to use them for the games of trivia. That's why you're not here. But you so invited me twice. Well, you're, That's because we have a special relationship. That's right, Yanni. We're in a club. <laughs> We're in a very special <laughs> club. <laughs> Which, that, apparently, um, Clay's not invited to. I just <laughs> looked up, is it an association or organization dedicated to a particular interest or activity? I don't think you should be offended. Okay, I'm not offended. You said you were. I mean, 
it was hyperbolic offense. Okay. Now here is like, our we'll zero on. percenter question of the week. We're just going to move on. <laughs> this test, how much our players have retained from a previous game. This was from episode 316. The topic was fishing and nobody got this question right. What Southern state has the most species of fish? You don't have to write down an answer. You can just shout it out if you think you know it. Wait, this Wait. isn't... This... this is not part of the game. This okay. is from a previous game. This is a question oh. nobody got right when we played that time. Mm. So now I'm going to test mm. to see fresh if anybody... Is freshwater? Just species of fish. What southern state has the most species Florida. of fish? Florida. Florida. Florida yeah, is incorrect. Georgia. Yeah. Georgia. Almost, Georgia. Almost everybody Georgia. in the room said Florida. Yeah. Georgia is incorrect as well. Alabama. Texas. Alabama. Mississippi. Alabama, Alabama is right. Wow. The incorrect answers given were Florida and Louisiana. Alabama is home to 450 species of fish. Some biologists say that one Alabama river alone has more species of fish than the entire state of California. Now, does, wow. this, only count na- does this only count native species? Uh, no, just species that live there. So I think it was 350 were freshwater and 100 were marine species for Alabama. How many native versus non-native, do you know? I don't remember that breakdown. Florida's got a lot of non-natives in there. <clears throat> Listen, man, you can take it out, but I think it was Encyc- Encyclopedia Britannica that had this stat. Do you guys remember when you could get the encyclopedia on CD-ROM? <laughs> Does anybody remember that? I Mm-mm. take it you had that, Mark. I did. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was that helps great. In this game. I would think that a fellow that had that on CD-ROM, you'd uh, fare better in trivia. Hey. Today. Mark, I Today. feel like you still have that. Mm. It's called Google. Yeah. They, call, they called Mark CD-ROM in, in, in high school. <laughs> Is there a punchline to that? We have some housekeeping to get to. In a previous game, I asked ChatGPT to write me some trivia questions about hunting, fishing, conservation, mm. and cooking. And as we learned, it failed that task miserably. But listener Kyle Abbott emailed me saying that although ChatGPT can host trivia, it might be able to play. So he transcribed 13 games and 134 questions and asked ChatGPT to answer them. Here's how it did. ChatGPT would have won 12 out of 13 games. It had an Mm, unprecedented 83% batting average and actually had two perfect games. But it was flawed when it came to hunting. ChatGPT only got 59% of hunting questions right, which is worse than players like Brody, Tony, Giannis, and Rick. So although robots can own them when it comes to fishing, conservation, and cooking, we've learned that artificial intelligence can't replace a human's knowledge of acquiring meat. Wow, that's, that's mm. big. What that speaks to is that people who write about hunting on the internet aren't doing a very good job of it then. Because chat GPT just sure. scans That's, everything on the internet. That is probably not something you should say yeah, in Mark, this building. Mark besides besides the meateater.com. Oh. You should go there. You'll learn everything you need to know. Hey, did you did you hear us uh, on the Bear Grease Render one time we talked about the the article that was written where it was calling me Mud Nukem and my wife no. Foggy Nukem? What? Yeah, there was there was an article written by some bot. That was sent to us, and it was on the internet, and it mentioned me and my wife's name like three different times, Clay and Misty Newcomb. It The first time it said Clay and Misty. The second time it said Mud and Foggy. Mm. The third time it said Dirt and um, Rainy. <laughs> Look, that's, <laughs> that's like, derivative, it's great. man. It, it, yeah, it, it thought that these were like descriptive words that yeah. needed mm-hmm. to be changed. Sure. So M- Misty and I started going by Mud and Foggy. That's good. <laughs> Dirt Newcomb, I hope you do okay this round. Now, the Shelby Index for today's game is a four, so our winner should get eight correct answers. And with that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything. Question one, the topic is cooking, and as always, this Mm. will be multiple choice. Which of these cuts of elk meat costs the most per pound from ElkUSA.com? Is it bone-in ribeye, tenderloin, flank steak, or New York strip? Again, which of these cuts of elk meat costs the most per pound from ElkUSA.com? Your four choices are bone-in ribeye. 
tenderloin, flank steak, or New York strip? Confident answer from Tony. Tony, you're chewing on some elk meat this year. You're going to get this right. I hope so, buddy. Danielle, also with a very quick answer. Do you have the right answer? If I'm wrong, it will be a testament to... Um, How much wild game you'd get without no, buying it, right? It, no, it'll it'll be the fact that this is a product being sold from a farmed elk, mm-hmm. and I'll be very upset about That's it. That's right. Does everybody give, have an answer? Give me, give me the chance. Four the choices are bone-in ribeye, tenderloin, flank steak, or New York strip. The, the back of my board says, Seth catches small fish. Mm. <laughs> Is Sorry, it true? Man. Go watch the uh, Montana Walleye Tour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See for yourself. Good. Straight. That's good. Yanni, do you have an answer? Yes, sir. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Danielle saying tenderloin. Jordan saying bone-in ribeye. Tony saying tenderloin. Tyler saying New York strip. Giannis saying tendy. Mark saying tenderloin. Clay saying bone-in ribeye. Seth saying tenderloin. The correct answer is tenderloin. Mm. Did pretty well. The tenderloin costs $59.95 per pound. That's followed by the New York strip and bone-in ribeye at $32.95 per pound and flank steak at $24.15 per pound. To purchase an entire elk's worth of meat, which is 172 pounds, it costs just over $3,000. Wow. Makes you appreciate Man. your wild game a little more. You know, that's interesting. Back in the day when I used to do some bartering uh, with my wild game, before I knew it was illegal to mm-hmm. do such things. Wouldn't do it again. Would never. Yep. But uh, I used to barter for oil changes, ski tunes, and ski lift tickets were a popular thing because very expensive to ski at the skiers where I used to live at. Roughly back then it was like 125 150 a day. But I used to say, when people wanted to trade, I'd say, look, my elk, I think it's worth about $2,000. Really? I, and yeah, that was the number I gave You it. were close. Yeah. But that was also almost 20 years uh-huh. ago. So Well past the statutes of I bet my first elk law. cost about $3,000. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of elk that get killed uh, where folks pay even more than that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Question two, the topic is conservation. This next great question comes to us via Colin Drovedal. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at meateater.com. Name either the state with the most national wildlife refuges or most acres of national wildlife refuges. Name either the state with the most national wildlife refuges or the state with the most acres of National Wildlife Refuges. Danielle with a quick answer. The rest of the room doesn't look as confident. You got this one, Seth? Mm. No. Clay, what do you think is the closest National Wildlife Refuge to you? Are there any in Arkansas by you? <laughs> I'm changing my answer. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What did, I'm sorry. Does this everybody else have an answer? Because if the answer was what? I was about to answer him. It wouldn't have been that one. Thank you. Spencer. I, Thank I you, Spencer. really helped you. Does everybody have an answer? Maybe it was The a answer trend. to your question is uh, the the White River National Wildlife Refuge uh-huh. in Arkansas is pretty big. Maybe it's the biggest. Maybe it has all the acres. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler, how are we doing down there? I'm using Man, all the, This struggling. is like a game of poker. <laughs> I'm like looking at Yanni's eyes and thinking about my answer and being like, I feel like mm. Mark should know. Look this. at Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. I, I've got a couple ideas on it. I can't do two. I got two. The state with the most refuges or the most acres of refuges. Is everybody ready? Tyler? Yeah, I think so. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Danielle saying Minnesota. Ooh, Jordan Tony, saying Montana. Tony saying Alaska. Tyler mm. saying Nebraska. Giannis saying California. Mark saying California. Clay saying Florida. Seth saying Montana. The two states are Alaska with the most acres and North Dakota with the most refuges. Wow. Now, Danielle, as the honorary North Dakotan, Florida had the first. How did we arrive at Minnesota for the answer? Okay. Uh, So, kind of a combination of like uh, water, a lot of refuges in the Mm -hmm. waterfowl. Uh, Because I know they are in the northeast part of North Dakota, but I thought there were more in Minnesota. And then I was also thinking about. The waters. 
North Dakota has the most national wildlife refuges at 64, which is nearly double the number of second place California. Alaska has the most acres at nearly 77 million. Despite all those refuges, North Dakota has less than half a percent of the amount of refuge land that Alaska does. Hey, did you know that uh, Holt Collier has his own National Wildlife Refuge? I in did Mississippi? after seeing your post on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a whole podcast on Holt Collier. What's that podcast called, Clay? Well, it's the Bear Grease podcast, uh-huh, but it was okay. a series we did on Holt Collier, which is an incredible, incredible story. Question three the topic is hunting. What movie was a Missouri man sentenced to watch after getting busted for poaching hundreds of deer in 2018? What movie was a Missouri man sentenced to watch after getting busted for poaching hundreds of deer in 2018? Quick answer from Tony and Danielle. Clay looks perplexed. Clay, what's the last movie you watched? Uh, The Outlaw Josie Wells. I know that one. Okay. I watch about two movies a year. Do you think the poacher would be sentenced (laughs) to watch that one? It would have been a good one because um, The Outlaw, you know, kind of gets ostracized by the world mm-hmm. and he goes to live with the Comanches mm-hmm. you know finds some finds a woman I mean there's a lot of good stuff going on there again what movie was a Missouri <laughs> man sentenced to watch after getting busted for poaching hundreds of deer in 2018 Tyler you have an answer I got one Yanni you have an answer yes sir go ahead and reveal your answers Oh we have Danielle gosh. saying Bambi, oh, Jordan that? saying Bambi, Tony saying Bambi, Tyler saying Bambi, Giannis saying Bambi, Mark saying Escanaba <laughs> in the Moonlight. I know that's your favorite movie you watch every year before Deer Opener. Uh, Clay saying The Outlaw, Josie Wales, Seth saying The Deer Hunter. The Room Did Well. The correct answer is Bambi. Wow. A prosecutor said that David Barry Jr. bragged to friends that he had poached 1,200 deer in Missouri. He was sentenced to spend a year in prison and forced to watch Bambi once per month during that time. Lawyers from both sides called the punishment bizarre, saying they'd never seen anything quite like it. Mark, what's, your favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite line in Escanaba in the Moonlight? Uh, she had the tongue of a trout. <laughs> and then he says, your mother had the tongue of a trout. <laughs> and he watched that movie once a year, right, Mark? Or is it sure. more than that even? No, uh, once a year. The first half of it usually. That mm-hmm. It gets a, extra weird the second half of the it movie. Does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah. It goes from weird to like really weird. <laughs> but it's question funny. Question four. The topic is woodsmanship. This next great question comes to us via our very own Rick Hutton. If you, wanna, if you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. Which hey, zipper does FHF gear use to... <laughs> <laughs> Quick question, uh, Spencer, have Y-K-K. you used one of yeah. my questions yeah. yet? Um, I don't think so. If I did, though, you wouldn't be here to hear it yet. No, I, I know. Okay. I'm, that's, I'm not here a lot, and I'm asking if you've used one. The hard thing, Yanni, is that I organize my questions in my trivia inbox, and you text them to me, so they tend <laughs> to get lost. So I'd ask you from now on, Yanni, when you have a great question, I know it's a little more inconvenient, but send it to trivia at com, just like Rick and everybody else. So, <laughs> no problem. I didn't know that that was yeah, what you I, wanted. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I don't, I don't uh, like you any less, Yanni, for doing that. I very much appreciate your help. Clay had the same question the other night at Steve's. He says, Spencer, have you used my question yet? We went back in his text. He sent it to me in August of 2022. I have not used the question yet, but Clay, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. <laughs> if, I send, if I send in a Spencer, question, Spencer, I just kind of thought we were closer than that. <laughs> A text message, it's, it's hard to organize. Okay. OSHA uses this term to describe large broken tree limbs that hang in limbo and could easily fall on people below. OSHA uses this term to describe large broken tree limbs that hang in limbo and could easily fall on people below. I'll have you know when Rick submitted this question, he sent it to trivia at themeateater.com, which was very helpful. That's enough. <laughs> I had a great question that I texted to him. I can't wait to hear it. Quick I answers you from like this mine. side of the room. Uh, Tony, Jordan, Danielle, do you have this one right, you think? I don't know. I've heard it. I've heard what I think it's okay. called, but I'm not sure if okay. that's just a... If that's, it's right or that's not. That's the appropriate amount of table talk, Tony. Yeah. Well done. Danielle, do you, <laughs> you got this one? 
I don't know. I'd say the same thing. Do we have any arborists in the room? Rick and I actually learned this together in college. So you got this one right? Oh, yeah. But I I don't know if I do. I don't know. I think OSHA complicates it. Yeah, yeah. that does make it tricky. It's like official. I don't spend Mm. much time studying OSHA. How we do in that end of the table? A, Yanni Tyler? I have an answer. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show it to you if you tell if I have to. You know, I've got a, I've got a couple of uh <laughs> I had a, a a video like banned on TikTok. Mm. And I was cutting a tree down. You do a lot of dangerous stuff using there on a, social media clips. Using a saddle, a tree saddle. Like I'd climbed up uh-huh. like 10 foot up and used my tree saddle and was using a chainsaw. What would OSHA think of that? I I thought I was really safe. <laughs> it, it, it it did so, but TikTok mm-hmm. didn't like it. Does everybody have an answer? Were you wearing chaps? No, not safe. Go ahead okay. and reveal your answers. We have Danielle saying Widowmaker, Jordan saying Widowmaker, Tony saying Widowmaker, Tyler and Giannis and Mark and everybody saying Widowmaker. They got it right. The correct really? answer oh. is Widowmaker. Widowmakers are responsible for 11% of fatal chainsaw accidents in the United States. OSHA recommends knocking them down or pulling them down before doing any chainsaw work on a tree. These hazards also kill unsuspecting hunters, hikers, and campers each year. Hmm. That is an official OSHA term. If you look in their book of hazards, they call it a widowmaker. I've also seen it called a fool's killer, though, but that's not what OSHA says. Hmm. Good question, Rick. Question five. The topic is fishing. What lures infomercial that aired in the late 90s and early 2000s claimed its erratic action triggered a fish's genetic response to bite? What lures infomercial that aired in the late 90s and early 2000s claimed its erratic action triggered a fish's genetic response to bite, that's a direct quote from the commercial, is it triggered the fish's genetic response to bite. A confident room, Yanni. Really? I don't look confident. <laughs> Very. We have a lot of folks you know nodding, nodding their heads that they got it right. I don't... What year Did were, you say erratic I action? Erratic action. It was <laughs> not late, erotic. Late not erotic. <laughs> <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s. That's a different... You know it, That's a different infomercial. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Jordan. it is. Different action. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, man. I've actually caught fish on it. You were quick. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I bet you have. I even remember the commercial. But okay. Tony's allergic to fish. Yep. Really? Oh, no way. We so employ multiple That's why I just catch them to punish them a little fish. bit. <laughs> for trying to kill me. <laughs> what's, yeah. what's been your worst experience with the fish allergy? Uh, well, when you figure out you have a fish allergy, uh-huh. especially when you're little and your parents do like fish fries. And you have just, it, it's been bad. And then they like make the uh, French fries in the same oil or what? Well, no, no. They would feed me fish and uh-huh. I'd get sick. <laughs> and they would finally put two and two together, but it does not make me feel good. You and Chester should hang out. <laughs> Here's the question we one more time will. for Yanni. <laughs> what lures infomercial that aired in the late 90s and early 2000s claimed its erratic action triggered a fish's genetic response to bite? Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Danielle saying lose. Jordan wow. saying flashy spinner. You knew it, Tony Mark. saying banjo minnow. Tyler saying banjo minnow. Giannis and Mark saying banjo minnow. Clay saying rattle trap. Seth saying husky jerk. The correct answer is banjo minnow. That's wow. what I'm talking about, son. That's dang. Good. I was a little but worried it was that helicopter. You I hope that? you have it within your uh, follow-up here, but will you explain like the the form and the shape and how it worked? Well, we can talk about it afterwards. Here's the factoid. The Banjo Minnow is one of the most famous as-seen-on-TV products of all time. The original infomercial that was four minutes long advertised a 110-piece Banjo Minnow kit for $19.95. But wait, if you order right now, they'll actually double the offer and send you a second kit completely free. That's right. The 220-piece Banjo Minnow kit could be yours for just $19.95. Unsurprisingly, it made Kubi Brown's list of the Eight worst lures ever made, which you can read at themeateater.com. <laughs> now, the erratic action, maybe Tony can better explain it since he has fished it. I also bought it, Tony. I've never caught a fish on it. I did not like how the lure went through, like, or excuse me, the hook went through the eyelids 
Um, you needed a very aggressive fish to engulf that whole thing. Whereas like most spinner baits, right? The, the hook is through the body, not the banjo minnow though. Swim baits. I think you'd be closest to. Do you remember that they had the gliding minnow or the banjo glider too? I don't remember that one. Where this... It would hit the water and it would go underneath stuff. Ah. Yeah, it would go. Oh, I, that's I the one I that. fished. They had the weighted hook, right? Yeah. And it would cause it to go away from you. Yeah. That thing caught some fish. But it didn't take. <laughs> like it didn't do good. We still don't have well, it. So the, it was well, actually. Well, you can the... just skip tons of stuff under. Okay. It was the best selling lure in America, I think, for like. 2005 and 2006, back-to-back years, and they hit 5 million sales, I think, in 2007. Uh, so folks sure bought it, and I was one of them. Wow. I realized another thing when you were sharing that factoid, mm-hmm. that if the trivia thing ever kind of fizzles out for you, you yep. do have the perfect voice and personality for infomercials. Thank you. Oh, what's the personality bit? Tell me about that. <laughs> I think we all know him. Okay. <laughs> Phil, we are halfway through the game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update. In dead last place with one point, it's Clay Newcomb. Oh, oh Clay. Clay. Oh. Clay, it's, Sorry, so, guys. it's so sad to hear that because you're so fun going, to have around. Uh, I know. You're just going downhill, man. Mm-hmm. But I, I came on strong the first couple of games I played. I thought I was good. Right ahead of him, we've got Seth and Jordan with two points. Tyler, Mark, and Danielle have three points apiece. Giannis Butelis has four, and with a perfect game, we've got Tony Peterson with Tony five points. Wow. Do you know why this doesn't give me any confidence? The first time I did this, uh-huh. I went five for five, and then I just got smoked. That was one you beat me. We were at the first light mm. HQ. Yeah. I only got one in the second half, and I took second place. Yeah. Still time, Clay. Mm. Well, you know, didn't some of those Cinderella schools and March Madness just come back and yeah. almost make it to the championship game? You know I what I'm talking about? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I don't do the basketball <laughs> thing, Clay. I was thinking Florida, about... Florida, Florida Atlantic, San Diego? Yeah, San Diego Florida State. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it could be Princeton. Our, it could be my story. Spring is a great time to do something with your family. Do some spring cleaning, which I kind of started today outside, planning outdoor activities, which I'm always doing, taking a little trip to Hawaii with your kids for spring break, which I just did, which was great. You know what else you can do for your family this spring? You can shop for life insurance with Policy Genius. Make that part of your financial planning for the year. I've said it before a thousand times, I'll say it again. When my wife and I, when we started having kids, We got serious about life insurance, and man, I felt so much better after we did. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. So save time and money. And provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Hey man, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch. So, when I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, well, what's the catch? But it turns out, there isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash meat eater. That's mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash meat eater. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Sport Dog is the most recognized brand in the hunting dog training industry. Born in 2003 in Knoxville, Tennessee, Sport Dog 
was forged by a passionate group of hunters and dog trainers who intimately understood the challenges of the field and the special connection between hunters and their dogs. The sport dog promise to consumers is simple. Gear the way you'd design it. Every product sport dog builds is meticulously designed and rigorously tested in the field, ensuring it withstands the toughest conditions you and your dog may encounter. Now, I've got two good buddies with what I would call really, really good waterfowl dogs. And here's one of those buddies, Max. Not the dog, but the buddy. I've used that sport dog collar now in multiple different states, U.S. and Canada. Different temperatures all the way to negative 20 degrees, and it just doesn't stop working. I'm a fan for life. Get 20% off your first purchase using code MEATEATER. So go to www.sportdog.com slash MEATEATER to learn more. Question six. The topic is trapping. This is our listener Mm. question of the week, which was won by Isaiah Tolo for sending this great question. Isaiah is going to get a book signed by Steve. Name one of the four states that trapped the most beavers in 2018. Name one. Is this private trapping? or Name one of the four states that trapped the most beavers in 2018. Uh, this was from data from the Association of Fish and Wildlife Agencies, which I believe is just uh, tracking folks like Seth that are out trapping <laughs> beavers. Again, name one of the four states that trapped the most beavers in 2018. That's Seth good, is the, the trappingest fellow among us. Do you think you have this one right? I don't know. I feel like it. I feel like I do, but I'm trying to remember if Steve and I trapped beavers that year. Mm. Okay, but that would make a difference. <laughs> That'd make a difference. That's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Danielle saying Alaska, Jordan saying Wyoming, Tony saying Alaska, Tyler saying Alaska, Giannis saying Minnesota, Mark saying Pennsylvania, Clay saying Wisconsin, Seth saying Montana. The four states are Minnesota, Wisconsin, New York, and Michigan. Oh my God. Hit a few folks. I almost put Wisconsin. Right. This data is from the Damn, Association of Fish and Wildlife yeah, Agencies. Were, According yeah. to their report, Minnesotans trapped over 31,000 beavers in 2018. That's followed by Wisconsin, New York, and Michigan at 20,000, and Alabama at 18,000. Some of the states that trapped the fewest beavers included California at 5, Arizona at 35, and Delaware at 88. Now, there were also states that trapped zero. I didn't include them in this data. I think Alaska would actually be a zero. I don't know that they even have beavers up there. Oh. What? Surely, right? <laughs> I will Google it right now. I think they do. Never they before just don't they don't. report it, right? I bet they don't even have beavers. <laughs> no, they don't. I just hey, read a book know, if showing Steve, that they if Steve have been Renault moving up here, there. He would say. Oh, I'm sorry. Beavers are considered to be common and abundant throughout the range in Alaska. I assumed okay. that if, if they okay. were abundant up there, uh, they, that they would have made the list. But hey, do you know what? Did okay, they Steve Rinello were here, he would say. I want to get those the guy that trapped those five beavers in California on the podcast. <laughs> Which is weird because it like it's that. illegal in California. So I'm guessing those five instances were like a one person had a nuisance beaver that okay. they got permission to tramp. But surely biologists there trap more than five beavers. So I don't, I don't even know what that five would be made up of. Hmm. Question seven. The topic is conservation. What conservation organization merged with the Quality Deer Management Association in 2020 to form the National Deer Association? What conservation organization merged with the Quality Deer Management Association in 2020 to form the National Deer Association? I bet you got this one right, Mark. Sure did, Cliff. (laughs) I bet I... I wish you would have asked it the other way. Because I know QDMA. (laughs) (laughs) Again, what what conservation organization merged with the Quality Deer Management Association in 2020 to form the National Deer Association? I helped them with the merge. Wow. What year was it? That's a bone. Talk about a bone. That's what we call a bone. (laughs) I didn't know that part. Clay, do you have this one right? 
I, I feel I feel fairly confident. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in the game. I'm in the game, but Tony looked totally as confident. confident as Mark. Tony, you got this one right. I, I don't think so. Oh, okay, and it really bothers me. Okay. Really? Yeah. Jeez, Tony. I'm having. I'm. I'm getting the yips on the second half again, and it's you driving really me crazy. Are. You, you jinxed yourself by bringing that up. So dumb. <laughs> Man. Disappointed. Does everybody have an answer? Mm. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Danielle. What's your answer, Danielle? <laughs> Danielle saying National Deer Alliance. Jordan saying American Whitetail. Tony saying National Deer Alliance. Tyler saying National Deer Alliance. Yana saying Whitetail Institute. Mark saying National Deer Alliance. Clay saying Deer Alliance. Seth saying Deer Alliance. The correct answer is National Deer Alliance. I think if that? you said Deer Alliance, we'll give it to you. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. It's like the Deer Alliance. No. Yeah. How, how, how many points do Seth and Clay have? Three now for me. Yeah, yeah they, they, they each get... I'm not even in the game, if you give Mark. It, if you give it to them, they'll each I have three points. I knew what it was. Did it was the Deer Alliance. I remember one time... Spencer, we'll be tied for last. I was involved in like present for all the conversations around the naming uh-huh. of all this, uh-huh. and there was very specific debate mm-hmm. about like is it should it be Deer Alliance, should it be National Deer Alliance, and it was very important that it was not Deer Alliance. Mark, based on your authority, I think we're not going to give it to them. What? Let's go. No. Here's the other part. It kind of doesn't matter. You guys have two or three points. I mean, when all you have uh, is just a touch of pride left, it does matter. <laughs> when you have such a small amount of freaking Mark like, Canyon things happening. QDMA was formed wow, in 1988. Man, I we were bros. And the National Sorry, Deer Alliance <laughs> was formed we in 2014. One of their big goals is combining powers was to serve all deer and deer hunters rather than solely focusing on whitetails. Other areas of emphasis for the newly formed group are habitat, access, and disease management. I should point out, I was not involved in deciding that. I was just privy to the information. Question eight. The topic is hunting. This next great question comes to us via Jake Hansen. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. Modeled after the federal duck stamp program, Mossy Oak started selling their own stamps in 2022 that benefit this game animal. Modeled after the federal duck stamp program, Mossy Oak started selling their own stamps in 2022 that benefit this game animal. Danielle with a very confident answer. Danielle, do you have this one right? I think so. The whole room actually looks quite confident. Clay again showing his answer to everybody. <laughs> well, I guess it doesn't <laughs> really matter. <laughs> I'm just going to put... Uh... <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Should have went with panda. It's just, it's just the panda, animal. Panda, panda, should have panda. panda. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Danielle saying turkey, 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 turkey. Everybody said turkey. Everybody got it right. The correct answer was turkey. Mossy Oaks 2022 stamp collected $20,000 in their first 24 hours it was available. The stamp, which was painted by Dan Morton, cost $15. The brand has dedicated 100% of proceeds to fund wild turkey research, which Dr. Mike Chamberlain will help advise. Phil, we have two questions left. Give us a scoreboard update. Maybe, Maybe, hold on. What do you got? Yanni and I were the only one that said wild turkey. Oh, oh. <laughs> yep. Are we, are we talking pen raised turkeys here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you read that, you mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. wild turkey. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets yeah, it. Yeah, Seth's right. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Christmas? Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> Seth, Jordan, and Clay are eliminated with three <laughs> points apiece. Uh, Tyler, Mark, and Danielle all have five points. Giannis has six, and in first place, didn't jinx himself too bad. It's Tony Peterson with wow. seven points. All right. Oh, you can't get the perfect game. Okay, but enough with the white tail questions, win. okay? <laughs> Question nine the topic is foraging. Tony, how are your foraging skills? Oh, Horrible. Okay. Name two of the four mushrooms included in the foolproof four. Mm. Ooh. Name two of the four mushrooms included in the foolproof four. Who does have the foraging chops in this room? Clay, you're kind of a forager, right? Danielle. Just Oh, Dan, I'm sorry, Danielle. I can't see you over here. You're not in my line of vision. How do you feel about getting this one? I'm in this, this game, too, you know? Mm-hmm, you are. <laughs> Tony, are you going to mess up here? 
It'd be kind of cool if you did. Let some <laughs> folks back well, in. It's, it's a real possibility, buddy. <laughs> okay. Again, name two of the four mushrooms included in the foolproof four. Yanni, you going to get this one? There's a good chance. Seth, you're going to get this one. It doesn't matter anymore, <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> I've upset this side of the table. You know what? If there was anybody that you wanted to lose with, it would be Seth. Yeah. Look at this guy. Look, yeah. I've, got some Thanks, I've got some mushrooms on the back of my board. <laughs> Everybody take a look at them. It might give you a hint. Can I help you? <sighs> Danielle is floundering over here. A lot of pressure, Danielle. Yeah, you really should Danielle's be the one to the just best own forager this. here. I know. Wild but and there's whole. something you said that makes it tricky. Mm. That there's one that's like, oh, it's so easy to identify, but there is a species. Handing out a lot of hints here, Danielle. Yeah, I'm thinking you're, about that uh, same thing, Danielle. I go with your gut, you're, though. Go with your gut. You're in too deep. Go with your gut. Are you ready? There's a great podcast on Wired to Hunt where Spencer mm. showcases this very That's thing. That's right. The Deer Hunter's <laughs> Guide to Mushrooms. Yes. Wow, it feels like Mark has the playbook for this one. Yeah. <laughs> he should He's be like, doing that. Yeah, I formed that alliance. Yeah, I <laughs> wrote the book on those mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Is Mark staying at Spencer's <laughs> promotion? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've learned that Tony and Mark are bunking up together. Next time, just ask me. One of you two can stay at my house. Only one of us? Only one? Well, yes, yeah, so <laughs> Then the other one, the other one can have their own hotel room. I volunteer room. Mark for this. <laughs> Go ahead I'd and hang on reveal the hot your answers. We have Danielle saying Chantrell and Morel. Mm. Jordan saying Morel and White. Tony saying Hen of the Woods and Puffballs. Tyler saying Morel and Lion's Mane. Giannis saying Morel and Chantrell. Mark saying Morels and Chantrells. Clay saying wild morels, wild sh or national chanterelles. <laughs> <laughs> Seth saying morels and chicken of the woods. The four mushrooms are morels, chanterelles, puffballs, and chicken of the woods. Dadgummit. Tony slipped up. Oh, Hen of the Tony. woods is not one of them. These Does four Clay's mushrooms are considered to be mushrooms that are good for beginners because they can be identified with a high level of confidence. Some of them made Hayden Samick's list of the six beginner-friendly mushrooms you can find in summer, which you can read on TheMeatEater.com. Phil, we have one question left. Give us a scoreboard update. Well, we've got Tony and Giannis now tied up in first place with seven points, but Mark and Danielle can technically slide in if uh, Giannis or Tony slip up. Okay. Danielle, you were right there last time. Tony, you were right there last time. See if we can go to a tiebreaker here. Question 10. The topic is wildlife. This Who are you rooting for, Spencer? Wait, I'm rooting for a tiebreaker. <laughs> I'm rooting for a tiebreaker. Foraging, I count that in the cooking category. Our first question was about cuts of elk meat, so we've had two cooking questions, Danielle. You said foraging, not cooking. I know. So I'm, who, I'm a little more possible to win here? Giannis and who? And Tony. Tony, Tony. and Mark mm. and Danielle. Question 10, mm. the topic is wildlife. This state lists the grizzly as its state mammal, even though one hasn't been documented there since the 1920s. This state lists the grizzly as its state mammal, even though one hasn't been documented there since the 1920s. I'm kind of bummed there's not a gear question. We've Ooh. had gear questions in the past. It's not one of our four pillars, but often these fall, these will fall into the gear category like the banjo minnow. Giannis got right. Jordan did not, though. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answer to Confident Room. We have Danielle saying California, California, California. Everybody said California. Wow. Everybody got it right. This the must correct be a record for most California. questions uh, that the whole room gets right. We've learned before in a previous stat that it happens about 10% of the time, but I think we've had it three wow. times three this times. game. Three times today. We are going to a tiebreaker. Play the drop. Right. Oh, boy. Well, well, here's the thing. <laughs> Steve said he didn't uh, love the drop before, so I made a new one kind of as a joke, hoping Steve would be here to hear it. Uh, he's not, but I'm going to play it anyway. Okay. Tiebreaker. If you ain't first, you're last. I think just cut it at if you ain't first, you're last, and then like go into other stuff that's funny. I never liked it. Hey, Phil, f off, man. <laughs> 
Very good. You know what? I, I trust Steve. He was right. That one did sound better, what you just did cool. there. Great. So who is in our tie-breaking round? We have, is it Tony and Giannis? Everybody can play along. Oh, now here's something that I've thought about. Somebody emailed us suggesting a new rule for tiebreakers that's sort of a one-tall, or one-tie, all-tie. Here's what it is. During the tie-breaking question, if somebody who is not tied for first place gets the answer right on the nose, we will declare them the winner. What do you guys think about yeah, that? Yeah, let's go yeah. 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 right on the nose. Yes. Let's do it. What? Yes. Let's do it. So the tie-breaking question, Clay. <laughs> will yes. be, Interesting. The will be, is among the group. <laughs> yes. Let, Those me explain, are not let me explain to Clay here what's this going on. This sounds like a great rule. The tie-breaking <laughs> question <laughs> is a numerical question. Whoever is closest to the correct answer will be declared our winner. But this new wrinkle would allow the person yeah. uh, who is not in first place to win the game Th- if they got like it right on the nose. But you have, you have to have had a good attitude. I've had a great attitude. Okay, just making sure. How, Tony and, Cl- <laughs> Tony and uh, Yanni, how National do you guys feel yes. about this? Is that a good attitude? <laughs> well, as long as anybody that decides to give an answer that aren't in the tiebreaker now, if I get it on the nose, I'm allowed to chop off any one of their fingers that I choose. <laughs> what is this rule? <laughs> Steve I'm, would I'm hate that. That's a stretch. Uh, Steve would hate it so I'm, much. I'm kidding. I, I, I'm all in. It makes it more I fun to me. Let's, let's try it. If we all hate it at the end, we'll never do this again. Oh, and I think it's important to state so that this a, is practically impossible because you have them round to the nearest like tenth of a decimal point. Sometimes the answers are like thousand. Like if you're saying like what's the right. the altitude of this mountain, and it's like mm-hmm. you no one's gonna get that right. That's on right. Those. Okay. Hey, for some of us, this means oh, a Mark's lot. a hiker. <laughs> so again, we are down to Giannis and Tony, but everybody can play along. See if you can hit it dead nuts. Here is the tie-breaking question. The topic is hunting. This tiebreaker question came to us via Nick Watkins. Hmm. Oh, I know him. He's my best friend. According to a 2022 paper in the Wildlife Society Bulletin, how many states have eastern wild turkeys? Hmm. According to a 2022 paper in the Wildlife Society Bulletin, how many states have eastern wild turkeys? Oh, eastern wild turkeys. Oh, shoot. I'm very excited. It's a little more doable than... Sure. That's right. Sometimes uh, the answer would be like $800.15. Nobody's going to win it then. This one is a real possibility. Clay, are you listing out the states for all to see? Nope. Just making hash marks. <laughs> okay. Which is also for all to see. His board is down on the table. I'm up to 15. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty generous, Clay. According to a 2022 oh, paper in the Wildlife Society Bulletin, how many states have eastern wild turkeys? Tony, you are a pretty well-traveled turkey hunter. How many states do you think you've killed turkeys in? It doesn't have to be easterns. How many states have you killed a turkey in? Maybe like 10. I don't okay. know. Giannis, how about you? What, what would be your Yeah, I'm, I'm probably right in that okay. same range. It's a good question for you two. How do you feel about your answer? I feel like I overshot it. Okay. <laughs> but not by a ton. Mm-hmm. Yanni, what are you thinking? How am I feeling about my answer? Yeah, yeah, I haven't right. written one down okay. yet. Now, do they have to get the closest? The closest between those between two will be those declared two. the winner. But if we get it right, gets it right on the I mean, nose. will you give us like five minutes to like no. really count? Clay, I think you need this because I don't think Meat Eater's given you <laughs> enough love yet. Yeah, I, I think this. it's time for you to shine a little. <laughs> I will take this I from you. I think it's about time to give Clay some love I here at Meat Eater. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this guy feel special for once, huh? Should we? <laughs> go Arkansas! Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yanni, how we doing down there? Do you have an answer? Do you want me to write? Does Tony have an answer? All right. I, I got... think everybody has an answer. Mm. I got an answer. Mark, do you have an answer? Uh, I'm working on still, but yeah, I guess. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Danielle. <laughs> Let's see your answer. Okay. Danielle saying 14. Jordan saying 31. Tyler saying 38. Clay saying 19, Seth saying 37, Mark saying 27, and our two competitors left, Giannis saying 37, Tony saying 34. That's pretty good. I'll tell you this, somebody hit it right on the nose. Our winner is Tyler, the yes. correct yeah. answer. Yeah. Oh, 38. 
Okay. <laughs> Tyler, I think you're now you are now two for two in playing Mediator trivia. Both games came down to the tiebreaker. I'm sorry, Yanni and Tony. You guys, the <laughs> answers Maybe were dang near right on. Tony or uh, Yanni, you oh. said 37. Tyler oh. knows now. He knows right now. He's thinking about it. How he kind of robbed me of my win. <laughs> I am. He's gonna have to live I with got, that I got for at least idea. five minutes. I have an idea though. Oh, you want another I one? I want to give. I want to give you the opportunity for the donation. As a reminder, we had Giannis who said 37, who was in the tiebreaker, and Tyler. How many points did Tyler even have in Tyler this game? Tyler had six at the end of the Okay, game. so... Uh, did you know was, that, or fine. did you guess? Uh, I counted states, and I, I figured I was close. But I didn't really? know. I mean, I figured I was within maybe four, you know? Yeah. Tyler, where is the $500 donation from Meat Eater going no, you to go? Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. It'll be a long time, probably, since you're back here. Yeah. I'll have to be yeah, back yeah, here tomorrow. He'll make sure of it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I did it last time, but uh, I did. A, I, I ran a, a committee uh, for Ducks Unlimited, so I'd like to, uh, in specific, the Sulphur Springs, Texas Ducks Unlimited mm. branch. And yeah. you, uh, you used to be a part of that branch, right? Or yep. you helped find it? Found I, so it? I was a committee uh, chairman or whatever for the Emory branch. It was a really small branch where I live, but I worked with Sulphur Springs a bunch, so. Well done, Tyler. Giannis, Tony, you made a good effort, uh, but in a meat-eater first, somebody who wasn't in first place at the tiebreaker <laughs> wins the game. That may be right. the only time we ever do it. Yeah, I have a feeling if Steve were in the room right now, this would not <laughs> oh, be happening. Yeah. So <laughs> <would hate> it. <laughs> but you so know what? Steve, Steve is not won. here. Yeah. It, it would all depend on whether Steve was playing in the actual tiebreaker <laughs> or not. Join us next time for more Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm sure a lot of you guys remember the old ceremonial hunting tradition of eating the heart out of the first animal you kill. Meat from those organs are among the most nutrient-rich foods on the planet. You can get those same benefits your ancestors craved via convenient daily capsules from Heart and Soil. Find out more at heartandsoil.co. And remember, use code MEATEATER for 10% off your purchase. Outdoor adventure won't wait for engine problems. Things like hard starts, rough performance, and lost fuel economy are often caused by fuel gum and varnish buildup. Seafoam can help your engine run better and last longer. Simply pour a can in your gas tank. Hunters and anglers rely on seafoam to keep their engines running the way it should the entire season. Pick up a can of seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit seafoamworks.com to learn more.